rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. Greetings, Earthlings. And Celestials. Welcome back to another edition. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic Podcast. I'm Queen Melody. And I'm DJ Melodic. If you missed the last episode, it was episode 10. We had our anniversary. It was our anniversary special. We had a little sippy sip. Mm, Yum, yum. (laughs) Cracked a bottle. (laughs) And then we cracked another. Um, and then we celebrated by going to uh, a concert. Right. Tell them, Melody, what concert did we hit? <laughs> we went to the New Kids on the Block. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yes. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it best was one of the best concerts, concerts I've ever, ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy good. Crazy good. I'm following them now. Um, it was just flashback. Um, I, I could, we saw Salt and Pepper. Uh-huh. We saw In, In Vogue. And it was just like a trip down memory lane. It was crazy, crazy good. Good vibes. A lot of people was at the Anaheim Pond. The Honda Center. Oh, yeah. They changed the name. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the Honda Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the Ducks play. Right. And then um, we posted some pictures on the Instagram and stuff. So if you want to check that out, Melody might even to the video it was a good concert we we celebrated all week last week didn't we <laughs> pretty much Almost, yeah. and and now we're kind of like uh, closing the door closing the chapter on that we've actually committed to not even having a drink for the entire month, month. of june well until the, our angel game the at angel the game. end of the month right. so it's going to be about 30 days now no drinks we're going to hit the gym even harder, get ready. I'm trying to get a six-pack for the 4th of July. All right, so I got some goals. Maybe I'll post that on the ground, too, in my new uh, chonies with my Build-A-Bear. Your Speedo. <laughs> <laughs> with the, in my Speedo. Your Speedo to match, <laughs> with, to match with the, the Build-A-Bear. With, the, with, the, with uh, Queen Melody's Build-A-Bear. <laughs> my, the Magic Mike Build-A-Bear. Magic Mike. <laughs> we talked about that in one of our episodes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got a special episode for you today, but before we go any further, want to give a big shout out to today's sponsor, Geocat Proline. Geocat Proline. We just say once again, big hugs. Much love. Much love. We really appreciate you dropping a couple pennies in the piggy bank. Um, the good news is we don't got to worry about a sponsor for another ten, ten episodes. episodes. So big shout out to Jill Cat for uh, basically sponsoring the next 10 episodes. You'll be hearing a lot about them in the next uh, coming segments and episodes. We got the commercial to play and we're going to throw a new blog feature out there. Share some of their YouTube videos. If you want to sponsor the episode, you got to get in line and you're not going to get a chance until episode 21. Because Geocat's got that. And uh, we're going to go ahead and um, take a quick break, um, play their commercial, mm-hmm. 
And then we're going to go ahead and get into today's campfire, Melodic's campfire. I got a pretty crazy story for you. And, um, <laughs> and let's get into it. I want to talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat Proline is the solution. The science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing, and used by our military. Now, you can use this well-kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at jillcat.com. J-I-L-C-A-T dot com. Rose and marshmallows, warm up the hot cocoa, grab your Snuggie, grab your snuggie. and your favorite cuddle buddy, because it's time, it's time, it's time for Melodic's Campfire. All right, spider monkeys. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> it's DJ Melodic. Oh, gosh. I'm back with another, uh, I mean, DJ Melodic, a.k.a. Teddy Ruxpin. I'm back with another edition of Melodic's Campfire. I got a wicked crazy story for you today. It's a true story. I'm not going to um, tell you about my childhood just yet gonna have to put that off to the next episode this episode just happened about a week ago it's a true story from our life I was trying to buy Melody some breakfast and um, she works right around the corner from a farmer boys we were trying to get some breakfast we went in there and right before we were ordering our food um, I had tried to use the restroom wash my hands restrooms they were closed Um, they were locked and it looked like they were trying to block it off with a sign that little walk way okay so upon ordering like right before we placed our order some older gentleman he uh, approached us and asked if we were buying breakfast for the lady hanging outside I paid no mind to it I thought maybe he was going to buy it for her he was just checking with us I had no idea what was really going on when we said no and we're back to minding our own business like we were mm-hmm. um, what did we order we ordered a burrito breakfast burrito breakfast burrito and the little um Pancake platter. Pancake, little, that new little thing, whatever. Yeah. They got some little mini pancake sliders. So, uh, we're waiting on the food. And um, I, th- I don't even think we sat down. Did we sit down? Yeah, we were oh, we were sit down. down. We sat down in the booth, waiting for the food. And basically, this you could, out of nowhere, there's an eruption. An eruption of commotion. And this gentleman that had approached us earlier asking about if we were buying food for the lady 
was basically blocking the door and the lady was trying to come inside now uh, I had no idea none of us did what was going on it got real loud real quick and he's yelling at the lady um, that she's not allowed in there and they won't serve her and she's trying to get in the restaurant and she's basically asking for help um, asking for someone to stop this man from harassing her and basically blocking her entrance I don't know if she was going to order I don't know if she had previously ordered none of us I, I don't know how many people maybe how many people were in there maybe 15 or 20 maybe even less than that like a 10 probably around 10 there. okay so I don't think any of the 10 people knew what was going on yeah so <clears throat> she gets in the restaurant eventually <laughs> eventually mm -hmm. and then moments later this older gentleman he's a little bit older than me basic I don't want to say have her in a headlock but he has her on the ground and he's dragging her trying to drag her out physically she was trying to order she was trying to order something she right. approached the register and now he's dragging her out it's loud. Mm -hmm. She's screaming. She's crying, screaming, crying. Asking um, for help. Begging. Begging. Nobody's doing anything. Okay? I don't know how many people were scared to help. I don't know how many people didn't care. But I couldn't. I. It was just too much to handle. You just can't let that happen. I don't know why it was happening none of us knew why it was happening but it was and it was very hard to watch let alone we're paying customers and we're trying to enjoy our breakfast and this commotion now everybody's mornings are like I don't want it maybe for some maybe ruined because somebody's breakfast was probably ruined because of this incident. Well, I couldn't take it no more. And I approached him as he had her on the ground, dragging her out. And I told him, you know you're not right. You need to stop. If you don't stop, I'm going to make you stop he immediately stopped and then his aggression his um, I, I don't know why, why maybe maybe his abuse directed towards me he began to verbally abuse me Okay, he began to threaten me, provoking me. And through all this madness, after all this madness, the man 
tries to identify himself as a security guard. He's not wearing any uniform. He was basically harassing me prior to harassing her. And she was out there for... Because she was out there as we entered. She was out there minding her own business. And as she was trying to order... After I stopped the situation with the altercation, the farmer boy's manager refused to serve her. I don't know what was going on. I don't know why. I got very protective of the lady. I assumed she was homeless. I tried to buy her her breakfast they wouldn't even sell me a breakfast to me to give to her and when I said so the man the security guard provoking me and it's now it's a very hostile situation because I'm telling him if he makes one more move towards her or towards me I'm putting him down okay and he's talking about he's the security guard. Why well, I say, you know what? This is prejudice. This is stereotypes. This is discrimination. You don't have the authority to do that. And corporate and franchise wouldn't approve of you doing that. And it's not your job to put your hands on her. That's what the cops are there for. And it seemed like the supervisor the manager of this farmer boys was all in on this discrimination this stereotypes and this prejudice towards this lady who I assumed was homeless and this security guard had the nerve to tell me oh I can see it in your eyes you're scared you're scared you you ain't gonna do nothing you're all talk but when I told him to stop touching her and get his hands off her he stopped and yeah the reality is I'm scared and I even told the whole crowd I'm scared because I'm about to be a crypto millionaire and here I am risking it all trying to protect this homeless lady from this abusive security guard she got so mad and she blurted out I'm not homeless it broke my heart. I couldn't tell. I don't know if she is or if she isn't. But the reality is everybody, even me, thought she was. And they were discriminating her. They were prejudicing against her. They were stereotyping her. And they refused to feed her. Now, I was a paying customer. They refused to let me use the restroom. She was about to be a paying customer. And they refused to feed her. That was some real shady farm boys incident. And they had this punk security guard out there acting like it was okay. And it, it disgusted me. And I was ready to fight the security guard to protect this lady because nobody else would. 
And somehow, if it would have got that far, I would have ended up being the bad guy. Luckily, it didn't get that far. And when the cops came, I gave them a business flyer for me and Melody's podcast. I gave them my number and I told them I witnessed this security guard abusing this paying patron. I wish I had the whole thing on film because I pretty much, I'm pretty sure that lady would have been able to sue Pharma Boys and and she would have never had to worry about paying for breakfast at Farmer Boys ever again. She probably would have owned her own Farmer Boys. The incident was that ugly. I don't know what to say to you people out there. Institutions. Um, if you have the nerve to not let a paying customer use your restroom, either to use the restroom or to wash their hands so that they can have clean hands after COVID, so that they can eat their finger foods. That's disgusting. That's shady business. Farmer Boys disgusts me. That Farmer Boys on Riverside, in Riverside, off of 14th Street and Lime. Not 14th Street, University and Lime. It was a very, very, very poor ran, disrespectful incident that we had. It ruined our breakfast. Instead of sitting down, we had to get it to go. And nobody else wanted to help the lady. So they didn't want to let anybody in there use the restroom. And then they had the nerve. They had the audacity to tell a human being. We're going to serve everybody else food. But not you. Please people. Please don't be like that. Don't be a robot or some stupid cog, part of a system or a machine that that does business like that. It's making this world a worse place. It's giving the money, the power to these big institutions to just take advantage of you, manipulate us at any cost to survive. And it's very, very odd and ironic that this incident happened right right on time it was like it's just weird it was just like podcast like jambalaya because we had intended in our spotlight melody um what's the name of that burger joint downtown by um by mount rubido mission burgers mission burgers we were going to do a very, very special spotlight on Mission Burgers because of our experience there. Very ironic that Farmer Boys ended up in Melodic's campfire on the same episode. So without further ado, a quick break, and we're going to go ahead and get into today's spotlight of the day. Welcome to Satoshi Vibes, Satoshi Vibes, where we talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and preserving Satoshi's vision. 
So apparently, Melodic <laughs> likes to jump ahead of himself. Um, we still have Satoshi vibes. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I did that when I was drunk. <laughs> and apparently sober, too. <laughs> wow. It's crazy because I, I didn't I write the format. I created you did. this format. I you did picked create the format. <laughs> I can't remember it. Okay, so I guess that's what you call a teaser. Yes. <laughs> What's I, to come? We should just call it a teaser <laughs> and give me props instead of bashing me. Huh? Right. Okay, so he wants to give everybody a teaser. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're just right. teasing you. You have to wait a couple more minutes before we tell you the, <laughs> the B side to that story. Right. Um,. Satoshi's Vibes. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is a crazy episode um, segment because we're going to talk about Dogecoin versus Shiba. Basically, um, over the past 10 episodes, we've gave you terminology, Bitcoin, Ethereum. We taught you all coins. We taught you NFTs. We uh, What else? We taught them staking. What else? Stepping. We talked about stepping. Mm -hmm. Well, for those of you that don't know, Dogecoin and Shiba are basically, uh, I think they're both in the top 15. Okay, so they're two of the premier, the leaders, I guess you could say the most popular altcoins. Okay? Now, both of them are as I, I guess you could say um, they're both just cryptocurrencies neither one of them are comparable to Ethereum or Solana they are not networks they are solely cryptocurrencies the code the smart contract the blockchain is used solely for digital transactions for those of you that don't know dogecoin was made i think in 2017 by a guy named jackson palmer the guy who made it made dogecoin as a joke a meme a spin-off kind of like a parody mm -hmm. to Bitcoin he made it just to see if he could make it he made it it's out there people kind of take took a liking to it why why do you think they took <laughs> a liking to Dogecoin because it has like a little dog the cute little dog, huh? Yeah. Everybody loves puppies. Everybody loves puppies. <laughs> Even the queen's got her own puppy. Yep. Um, we'll maybe uh, we'll post some pictures on Instagram of the queen's puppy. He is kind of cute. He is cute. <laughs> well, the Dogecoin meme, the Dogecoin, uh, I guess you could say, FOMO, kicked in. A lot of people, the community grew. And being that it's just a cryptocurrency, a lot of them thought maybe it had potential, including me, to replace the dollar as the world's most popular currency. 
we know that Bitcoin is digital gold. So there has to be something else out there that we can use at Walmart. Something else we can use, you know, while we're traveling, you know, um, Disneyland, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Bitcoin, you're not going to want to use. If you're listening to the podcast, you do not want to spend your Bitcoin. Save as much as you can. You give it to the kids, you never sell it. And I'll tell you why in the next episode. But for now, we're talking about Doge versus Shiba. I first found out about Doge. Um, someone told me about it when it was around one cent. <laughs> that was last January. January 2021. Shortly after it went to three cents and I started to take this is when I was learning more about crypto I was transferring all my stock money into Ethereum. I was learning more about crypto and I watched it go from one cent to three cent right after somebody told me to buy it Okay, now I'm I'm interested super interested and I jumped on, I think I got 2000 worth when they were about five cents. And I kept getting more, kept getting more. Um, I found um, a very, very strong sentiment, a, a very large community. There was like YouTubers like Matt Wallace. Like, I don't know if I've ever shown you Matt Wallace, but Matt Wallace is this super hyper crypto nerd those coins his baby he's riding it to the moon he's got his army of doge army followers and i just couldn't believe the community sentiment with this type of sentiment i knew the amplification was inevitable but um elon musk was on it elon musk got on it um snoop dogg was on it Miley Cyrus was on it. A lot of people were talking about Dogecoin. There was just a super phenomenon. And this was 2017, you said? No, this is um, 2021. Okay. Okay. So Jackson Palmer made it in 2017. No, 2027. In 2017, Jackson Palmer made it. Okay. But by that time, it was far under a penny. Mm -hmm. It was way less than a penny, but it just slowly grew. It survived. It, the Bitcoin um, community took a liking to Dogecoin as that like premier altcoin, so it survived, and it survived the next cycle. 2020 rolls around, people are really looking at it. 2021, it goes to a penny. That's when one of my uh, um, one of my Facebook friends is a community um, of affiliates, so you could say. And one of them suggested that I buy it. Because I had told them I had the stock, I mean, the stimulus money. And I was interested in buying stocks or crypto. Right. Did anybody have advice? I had literally posted it. I got a bunch of jargon, you know, replies. I got some decent ones, but. But 
for some reason, because this guy is well respected in the community, what he said stuck out most. And he said, get some Dogecoin. So I took a look at it, it's at a penny, I'm like, what is Dogecoin? And this is where I'm trying to learn terminology, definitions, understand purpose, utility. Well, Dogecoin um, was created in 2007 by Jackson Palmer. Now, Jackson Palmer sold all his Dogecoin in 2019. What? Yes, this is a true story. That's weird. It's crazy, huh? Because he thought of it as a joke. Okay. Even the creator of Dogecoin never knew Dogecoin's full potential. Hmm. Pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. Well, guess what he sold all his Dogecoin for? A Toyota Camry. <laughs> a, a brand new Toyota Camry. So he sold all the Doge so he could get a Camry? Well, um... Why do you think that's such a, like, a miraculous decision? Aren't you a Camry fanatic? I do own a Camry. You own a Camry. You had a Camry last time, another one before that, right? Right, I do. So you're the Camry girl. But... Why don't you understand? He needed a Camry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think I would sell all my my coins. Well, not if you knew what they were really going to be. Right. And he obviously he did not. So now you have people like Elon, Miley, Matt Wallace, other nerdy YouTubers with a community of followers all on board. But Jackson Palmer's off pretty gnarly story but that's the founder of dogecoin i wonder if he's kicking himself now oh <laughs> he's pretending he's not but every day he is and maybe he's trying to get some more right now since the market was uh, was uh, was dipping um it's going back up right now it looks like we're having a little relief rally but we'll talk about that later doge versus shiba do you have any Doge? I do. Do you have any Shiba? I believe I do too. Alright. Now I just staked 8 million Shiba. I had to lock them up in the vault on Crypto.com. They're locked up for 3 months. But 8 million Shiba locked up for 3 months. They're going to give me 2% for free. So that means I will get 16 thousand Shiba for free just for locking it up in that vault for at, three months for three months and staking them we talked about staking we right. talked about crypto.com we talked about altcoins and now I'm telling you guys how to get free altcoins all right so Shiba okay well before we get into the Shiba let's let's rewind a little because I'm on this Dogecoin pump, right? Right. I watched it go to five, five cents. I watched it go to nine cents. I watched it go to 15 cents. It just kept going up. It kept going up. And there is, because it was a bull market. Mm -hmm. All the coins were going up. Each coin had their different utilities. Each had their different values. Each had their different sentiment. So the community had different type of... Um, 
values on each coin and they all ran basically at their own pace but it was a bull market so everything was in the green now Elon Musk he's all on this um, Dogecoin right he's excited about Bitcoin and Dogecoin he's talk, talking to his followers on Twitter about it then he gets invited to host SNL Wow. Saturday Night Live. For those of you who don't know, it's like one of the longest running television shows. Right. You know, you got The Simpsons, you got Law and Order. <laughs> Law and Order. <laughs> For real, that's like number two. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got SNL probably number three. Oh yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, um, it's, 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 it's a very prestigious show. I mean, when you go on there, people watch people talk it's mainstream and and Elon found out he was gonna go on he goes on Twitter he asks his community now this is like March or April and he's supposed to go on like late April early May he goes on Twitter asks his community what should we talk about which the skits are gonna be on SNL these guys all want him to talk about Dogecoin. <laughs> and then some of them wanted to talk about how the world thinks he's a robot. Mm -hmm. Some of them wanted to talk about his Asperger's. Right. He found a way in a weird, funny, roundabout, roundabout way. Right. He put it all into the SNL episode. So now you have this, this hype, this hype building up. Because literally he's one of the richest men in the world. And he's on about to go on SNL. Dogecoin movement. I remember I cleared my evening. I was by the computer. Mm -hmm. I had so I had twenty thousand Dogecoin. At that time. At that time. Okay. I had twenty thousand Dogecoin and I was hoping to go to a dollar. I was gonna cash out. Like not all of them, but probably like seventy-five percent. It's a good, good chunk of money for your investment, and you don't know how long the hoopla is gonna ride. You kind of realized it was a little bit of a little magic to it, and I guess a lot of other people were on the same sentiment. When SNL goes on, I'm in the chat room on YouTube. I'm in the Twitter timelines. I'm on the Instagram. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Reddit. I'm ready for this Dogecoin pump. And as soon as the episode started, it felt like every single timeline turned into a battlefield. You had the haters. And then you had the Elon lovers, right? They were all going at each other. They all had their hate. Elon, richest man, don't pay taxes, blah, blah, blah. He's a robot, blah, blah, blah. He's not human. He's not even American, some of them said, right? All this crazy hate going towards Elon. And it felt like all the FOMO ran into a, a big old tidal wave of FUD 
and I couldn't understand why. There was like this war going on and people were hating on the coin, they were hating on Elon and they wanted that success, that momentum to stop. The episode was amazing. It was funny. Considering like he's not a comedian, you know, like he was, I think he did. I think it was funny. I loved it. But the internet does what the internet does. And while the internet was doing what the internet was doing, it felt like er like there was this this undertone. I guess you could call it undercurrent, right? You see, you had this wave of FUD meeting this wave of FOMO. Mm-hmm. But underneath, just crept in real sneaky, nice little shark, <laughs> you know? The shark is called Sheba. Right. And I didn't never hear Sheba until that day. Mm-hmm. But then it was everywhere. Every single timeline. Every single comment. Comment like right. zone, whatever you call it. Every single Instagram post, like all of a sudden, and I look it up and I go to Sheba's website. And Sheba on Sheba's website it said the Doge Killer. <laughs> what? <laughs> now I'm freaking out. I I'm like, is this what all this bud is about? Like it, it feels like there's a war going on over money and power, right? And Doge was on this this route to becoming the U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Sheba, smack dab in the middle. It's a war zone. And they're claiming to be the Doge killer on their own website. I was freaking out. I was, so now I, I look at, I can't get it on Coinbase. I can't get it on Cash App. I don't know where to get this right I finally find it on crypto.com it's the only place I could find it I don't know how I don't know why to me it felt like there was a very very powerful Geppetto that was putting Shiba in the right place at the right time it's like they wanted what Doge had and wanted to do it better but they couldn't take out Doge without being Doge mm-hmm. it's weird because Shiba is Shiba Inu that's a dog right that's a breed of a dog right. so they now they have everything that Doge has but a little bit more mm-hmm. and it's a war and it's still going on to this day right now Doge versus Shiba. Right now Doge is like eight cents, nine cents. The market pretty much pulled it back to where it was was when I was first getting on. Mm -hmm. And Shiba the same. It's Shiba is far under a dollar. So it's very affordable for the average person. I don't know what future these coins are going to have. But I do know that we are going to have to have one that replaces the dollar. Mm-hmm. 
these coins are poised for that opportunity. They're both in the top 15. They're both affordable right now. There's a, there's a very, very high um, circulating supply, which means that we would be able to use these for transactions, you know, in the stores and for our daily lifestyles. So, right now it's, it's Doge versus Shiba. And I strongly suggest that you guys do your research and find out if these coins are for you. If you want to put them on your radar, put them in your portfolio. I got some. Melody's got some. I haven't found a reason to jump off the bandwagon. And um, at the end of the day, it's kind of cute to see these two dogs, these two meme coins, like, duke it out, like, Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Like, I'm kind of excited to see what comes next. Is Doge going to have, like, a cool little video game? I don't know. Is Shiba going to have its own exchange or its own debit card? I don't know. I don't really know how this is going to play out. I don't know who's controlling the coins. But I do know that there's a very, very rich, strong, powerful Geppetto that wants Shiba to succeed. And Doge is just out there floating along and people are loving it supporting it protecting it and keeping it alive and it, so far it's one of the strongest coins on the market I got Doge I got Shiba I strongly suggest you guys do your research that's a true story that's a crazy story that's what happened about actually exactly a year ago it happened last May oh really yeah so now the market's reverted back to where it was when that happened hmm. what do you think about that episode that I had you watch of Elon of Elon on, on SNL yeah it was funny it was funny yeah and what what do you think about him trying to explain it to everybody? <laughs> Wasn't it like me trying to explain, explain it, it to, to other people? people? <laughs> it's pretty funny. And though. they keep coming back and forth. So what is it? Because yeah, they, they couldn't comprehend. Just can't comprehend. Right. And at the end of the day, he said the Dogecoin and the doll is about as real as the dollar. Because he even pulled out a dollar in his yeah. hand. If you understand money, <laughs> the Dogecoin might be realer, more real. In the United States dollar. Food <laughs> reviews, local music, local music, rising stars, and current events. This is, this is your spotlight of the day. Welcome back, family. So now we're going to go ahead and talk about the spotlight of the day, where we are going to spotlight Mission Burgers. Yeah, Mission Burgers. Tell them, Melody. 
So, you want me to tell them the story? Well, um, first of all, we should probably tell them... Where to find it. We had every... Yeah, you should look that up, too, so in case they have a website. They're on Instagram. Okay, perfect. Um, we had every intention of spotlighting Mission Burgers <laughs> prior to our Farmer Boys incident. incident. We first went to Mission Burgers together about six weeks ago, maybe? It's about a month and a half or two weeks ago. <clears throat> we went um, prior to our walk at Mount Rubido. Mm -hmm. We took the puppy for a walk. And um, we wanted to get some different food. We're tired of the same, same old stuff, thing. right? We would try the burgers, right? Mm -hmm. Tell them what happened when we went there. So we have actually gone there a few times now. Was that our very first time? I think it was the first time we went that I fell in love because... Of what happened. Yeah, because so, it was so cool. Um, we actually had, like like Melodic said, we had um, the puppy with us. They allowed us to bring him inside. Um, we sat down, ate, ate our food after we ordered. Well, and There's a lot of establishments that won't even let you in. Right. But Melody's holding her eight-pound mini pincher right. in her hand while we order so it's not like they're in the back with the food or he was running around it's not like inside the cook is petting the dog right she actually said oh how cute right you know she they did. she was asked the, the waitress was asking about him mm -hmm. um so she let him sit with us in the booth while we ate right and then also, the um, food was delicious. The food was very delicious. Oh we had a California burger. California burger, avocado, avocado bacon, bacon, cheeseburger. <laughs> You're making me hungry. Stop. I know, I know. <laughs> but no tomato because <laughs> some reason <laughs> this <laughs> lady don't eat tomatoes. <laughs> oh man. Um. Anywho. Okay. Okay. So, so we end up seeing. A homeless person possibly possibly walk in walk in they greeted them by name by name they even allowed them to use a restroom and gave them a cup of water let that lady um, get a cup of water just ice water on a hot day, on a hot day. fill up her cup of water um, and like you said they basically treated her like a normal human being like a normal human being right mission burger staff treated us like they appreciated our business mm -hmm. then they treat they treated someone who wasn't spending money but in need like a human being there was compassion there mm -hmm. you know um and also, the few times that we have gone, um, they have their regulars, which they know everybody by name. Right. There was a lot of people that knew them by name. Even the um, R the RCC, RCC, yeah, the RCC Community College baseball team. There was about maybe seven, maybe eight or nine of them in there. They had two full tables. They're all laughing, joking, eating their food. 
And on the way out, every single one of them said thank you. They, they, I don't know if it was the owner or the cook. They knew the dude by name. Right. They and, knew both of them, actually. Yeah, right? and they said thank you. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. So these guys just... Like, from that short little interaction with us, mm-hmm. with the homeless lady, so the interactions with us, and then the interactions with the homeless lady, the interactions with the baseball team, I was just really impressed by the small business putting forth, I mean, what I think is... Good customer service. I think is the definition of of what a small business should be like. You know, a very, very positive contribution to the community. And it seems like they also treated their um, customers as family. They appreciate it. They appreciate it. That's how I treat my customers. Right. That's, I think, one of the backbones of my character and my company. That's one of the reasons why I was able to survive the pandemic on my own, self-employed. Because I treat my customers like Mission Burgers treats theirs. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to check them out, you can find them on Instagram. Or they are right there on the corner right before you go to Mount Rubido. Yeah, it's um, it's on Tesquite. That's the name of the street. It's on Tesquite and Brockton. Or to Skeet and Palm, right in between that area, right down the street from RCC or the Riverside Community Hospital. You'll catch them, and they're right next to Butch's Grinders. So Mission, they're Mission, Mission Burgers, Burgers, right next to um, Butch's Grinders and um, Mount Rubido. So check them out on Instagram. I don't know. I think. Me and Melody are probably going to try to do something special for them. Maybe get them a gift card so that they can order pizza one day when they want something different. Or gift basket. Maybe they deserve like a thousand or ten thousand dollar GoFundMe page, to be honest. You know, they really deserve it for being that awesome. Mm -hmm. And oh, there was that one other before we go. One at one time too. There was a crazy homeless man over there. Oh yeah. Remember that he was up kicking up dust Keeping, and making a yeah. mess. A ruckus outside. He's, yeah, ruckus. You know, maybe you can call it a mental health ruckus. Maybe yeah. Okay, and and the owner comes out there and instead of threatening him with or calling the cops or, or security anything. or the cops, he told him clean up his own mess and gave him a broom to do so like this is this we need more people like this we need so many more people like this and small businesses like this those the big institutions the greed the stereotypes the prejudice the discrimination when it when it's all about the money it just doesn't feel right so a big shout out to Mission Burgers. We're definitely gonna keep eating there. Right. Yeah, we're gonna get our burgers Plus over there. Plus their food is delicious. Yeah, it's really good. The California burger. California burger. Yeah, you have. I'll give you your money back if you don't like it. It's DJ Melodic. Find me on Instagram. <laughs> Mission Burgers. Find them on Instagram. Yes. Follow us both. 
Hey baby, wanna see my NFT? And now, and now, it's Vibing with Melody. Your time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman. Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ Melodic. Alright, all you crypto nerds, you melodic fanatics. I know you guys are ready for the favorite part of our episode. I know you've been stalking Queen Melody. Nobody's stalking me. <laughs> I would. <laughs> you only. <laughs> uh, well, good. More Melody for me. <laughs> but this is your time to get a little bit of Melody and vibing with Melody. This is her time to shine. She's got a little story. A little uh, secret sauce for you, some golden jewels. I hope you pay attention because um, she, she's got the goodies, and this is your time to vibe with Melody. So, welcome back, guys. Um, just wanted to, to throw out there, uh, based with all these little NFTs and everything that we've been talking about. Um, I wanted to let everybody know that I am going to actually give out an NFT on Topshop to anybody that, well, to the top 100. Top 100? You're going to give away 100? No. Oh. No. My top 100 followers on Instagram. So, you're giving away... Top Shot NFT. An NFT. An NBA. NBA. Top Shot NFT. NFT. To who? To anybody that follows me. And it would be the first 100 followers that I have. So, out of that 100 followers, how many people get an NFT? One. <laughs> one. Okay, so there, I'm trying to clarify. Because I thought you were giving away one to all of them. Okay, so what are you going to do? You're going to do a drawing? Yes. All right. I, I think maybe you should do that live, right? Yes. So they know it's real. It's real, yes. I it's am not do it. rigged. I'm going to do it All live. All right, that's cool. All right. Uh, how about you tell them when you get to 100, you will put all their names in a basket in a drawing shake up the basket <laughs> kind of do like a, yeah. a wheel of fortune oh you could do the, the wheel if yeah, you want to spin the wheel yeah but um i think they have computer programs for that too so maybe you can download one and do that mm-hmm. but i think the most authentic way to do it and it's so okay. everybody's put name. everybody's name in the basket shake the basket and then just pick one pick one okay okay and like Unravel it like a fortune cookie, <laughs> right? <laughs> on, uh, on, on, like live on TikTok or Instagram, right? Because you're doing this for Instagram. Instagram. All right, so you heard it here. Oh man, what Top Shot is it? Do you know? A Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Hall of Fame. Dwayne <laughs> Wade, Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Ooh, I think I know which one you're talking about. All right, so Queen Melody has this. Dwayne Wade uh, Top Shop that she's giving away 
to one of her followers when she reaches 100 followers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it, I got it. Well, that's a very special moment. That D-Wayne way, oh man, it's an alley-oop, it's a reverse crazy play. Oh, you gotta, you guys gotta that's get this. One. It's a good one. What about, are you gonna do it like a hundred? Okay. That's a good mark. What about a thousand? What if you just blow up and go to a thousand all of a sudden? Or maybe... Okay, a hundred. Maybe a hundred, five hundred, and a thousand. Maybe I might do that. I don't uh, know yet. Okay. We'll right. have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. You know what? I'll match you. I'll match you, Melody. Okay. How about we do this? You give your top shot away, and I'll give a top shot away. Okay. I don't know which one yet, but it will be one of my moments from this year's 2022 NBA playoffs. Hmm, okay. That's a pretty good one, huh? That's a good one. I'll match you. Okay. okay? So that means two, two out, of, out of your first 100. 100 followers will get a free, free. NFT on us. On All right. us. Bet, bet. All right. Well, what okay. else you got for us? And then... <laughs> I'm excited. And now... Um, I wanted to go ahead and give a shout out to Darcy Peltz. Um, They are actually a proofreading company. They? Or she? she, Sorry, she. (laughs) Darcy is a she. She um, does proofreading, so anybody that has, like, either is a writer, a blogger, um, author. Author, Yeah. yeah. Or, or even a podcaster because we do scripts. Right, right? we do yeah. have scripts. Um, also, just anybody that needs proofreading, like even if you're in school, you want to proofread a paper, um, go ahead and check her out. You have to do that. You have to have yeah. one. You sh- you have to have those two eyes on your script or your content before you publish it. Right. Just to make sure it's there's no typos. Typos. That it flows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not accidentally putting in something that might be taken the wrong way. Right. Everybody needs a proofreader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good service. Because (laughs) I know I've needed it a few times, actually. Yeah, because I've been having you proofread my script. (laughs) Yes. Um, So go ahead and check her out. Yeah, if you don't got time, uh, you need some help, Darcy Peltz, proofreadingservices.com. And then she's also on Facebook at DP Proofreading Services. And um, also you can email her at Darcy Peltz at Darcy Peltz Proofreading Services.com. That's what's up. That's what's up. I told you Melody had the goodies. <laughs> so she's giving away a top shot. And she just pointed you in the right direction. Save you some time. Right. And... Um, a reliable, um, she, Darcy Peltz is a, provides a reliable service in a very, very specific niche. Mm-hmm. You, if you need to save the time and have that professional service, reach out to her, give her the opportunity. We recommend her. Mm-hmm. That's why we're giving her that shout out. Anything else, Melody? I think that's it for today. Oh, yeah? That's it? That's it. All right. Well, um, until next time, that's the melody. That's the vibes. Oh, you got something to talk no, to? No, I was going to say that you could um, follow us 
follow me on Instagram at See Queen you. Melody. Wow. <laughs> How could you forget that? <laughs> just to verify, because I think I gave it out a while back ago, but yeah. just to remind everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, just Queen Melody. And then on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at MP3 underscore Queen. Uh, MP3 Queen on Twitter. On Twitter. And on Facebook, I'm Queen Melody. Queen Melody on Facebook. Actually, I think I am Melody Melodic on, oh, yeah. on Facebook, actually. Well, she did take my last name. Yes. So, so. It must have been that ring pop I gave her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you proposed at the ring pop. <laughs> Alright, so if you want the top shot, you follow Melody on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, you could also reach me on email, queenmelody at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you need a proofreader, you reach out to Darcy Peltz. Darcy Peltz Proofreading Services.com. Proofreading services is what you're missing. Uh -huh. Proofreading for errors and spelling, and it's comprehensive, detail oriented. Uh -huh. This is so amazing. Yeah, Helps yeah. with typos, grammar, and with your punctuation. You're writing up a letter, paper, or documentation. Darcy Pelts here to help. Please tell me why you waiting. Get your tense agreement right. Proofread anything you write. DP proofreading services. This I know you're gonna like. Yeah, 10% off the first clients over $20. DP proofreading services. True stories about the legends we admire and the forks in the road that made them. This is The Road to Glory. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Road to Glory where we are going to talk about Elon Musk. Road to Glory, that's where we talk about the legends, the heroes, the pioneers, and their fork in the road, and the, the journey that made them who they are. What do you know about Elon? We talked about him a lot in the episode, you know? We, right. <laughs> we already talked about him in the Doge phenomenon, mm -hmm. and... And I know he is worth $2.8 million, or billion dollars, actually. Billion, wow. Billion. Him or Bezos, one of those two of the richest men in the world. And a lot of people hate on him because of it. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people really do hate on Elon solely because he's the richest in the world. Right, because there's a lot of haters out there. A lot of haters out there. Misguided hate. Um, maybe... Today's fork in the road, today's road in the glory will enlighten you. Maybe you can digress and shed some of that hate. I don't think it's warranted. I don't know the man personally. But um, I wish I did. I sure wish I did. I wish, wish I had a lot of friends like him. <laughs> Nowadays, um, I'm kind of wishing I chose my friends a lot different you know um, I wish I did surround myself with a lot more people like Elon we have heard a lot of podcasts yeah a, a lot or of different to a lot of uh, videos videos about him speaking him speaking which he does sound very educated he's very um, 
It seems like, like he's well balanced. Yeah. And human. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a robot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he cares about humans more than most. Right, yes. And um I mean, I don't know exactly what his passions were as a child, but I think technology, I think uh, space, I think engineering um, were some of the few, uh, a couple of the few that were his, you know, that's what he was into, mm-hmm. you know? We might have been into checkers, and this guy was definitely into chess. Right. Well, I love chess, too, but... <laughs> He played a different type. Mm-hmm. He was making video games when he was 12 years old. Who does that? That's what I'm saying. Right. And, That's crazy. And his mom had to open a bank account. Because he was too young. Because he was too young, right? Right. So, um, I seen this picture of Elon. This is what I think really was this man's fork in the road. A picture of him is floating around on the internet. Of and it was in nineteen ninety three. He's working on his nineteen seventy eight, I believe, BMW. Mm-hmm. He's trying to fix it, and he can't afford the parts. So Elon decides to make some and fix it himself. He just makes his own parts. <laughs> he makes his own parts. <laughs> At 1993. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't think you guys really realize how short of a time that really is. Okay? It's 28 years. Mm-hmm. Now you think... That sounds like a long time. It sounds like a long time. Right. To go from not being able to afford your own car parts to becoming the richest man in the world because you created the most successful car company in modern history. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? <laughs> How do you go from not being able to afford your own parts to owning and creating Tesla. Like he has a lot of, um, he probably put in a lot of man hours. Definitely. Had a good team to go ahead and create all that. Well, okay, so it sounds like Elon's a lot like me, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to play chess. He wants to be the best at the game. Mm Mm-hmm. And in this game of life, one of the ways to be the best is to eliminate the middleman. And do everything yourself. And do it yourself. Because mm-hmm. the middleman is going to charge you. And a lot of times the middleman will take advantage. Right. Being codependent on that middleman has its consequences. Costly consequences. And they're repetitive costly consequences excuse me Elon could not afford his own car parts and that was his fork in the road we didn't see it at the time we didn't know it 
But the man learned how to engineer. He takes apart the window. He takes apart the door. He takes apart the engine. Now, when you take apart something that complex, that's called reverse engineering. Mm -hmm. You're learning how it was put together by taking it apart. Many people have succeeded this way in technology. It's like the first person who invented the fan, mm -hmm. right? So another person got that fan, ripped it apart, and tried to make a better one, tried to find a way. It's not fast enough. Right. And then he, or it doesn't blow as right? hard. Or... He got it faster, mm -hmm. and now, oh, now I got my own brand. Right. And that's basically what who Elon is. Elon did not create Facebook or um, he didn't create Tesla. He didn't create, I don't, I don't even think he created SpaceX. Can you Google that real quick? He did not create any of these companies. All he did was make them better. And he found the companies that he knew he liked, and he would be good at. Who created SpaceX? Okay, it says Elon Musk is the founder. Okay, so maybe he's the the founder of SpaceX. But let's see real quick who created Tesla. Martin Eberhard and J.B. Strobel. Now, if you look who created Facebook. Uh, oh no, he's not on that list either. There was another company that he created. Well, he didn't create, but he bought into and made better. What was it? Google how, what companies Elon has made. My point is, set founder of Tesla a chief engineer chief at SpaceX. SpaceX, angel investor, CEO, and product architect. Or maybe at it was Tesla. Square. Maybe it was Square. Let's see. Find out Square. I'm I'm a little confused now because my memory's playing tricks on me, guys. I'm getting old. But Elon, founder of Square. Let's see. It's the richest man, take private history. No, no, no. I cannot find that. I do not know why. I'm having a, I'm pretty sure a financial company actually. Was it PayPal? It was, all right, I got it, guys. My brain's working. She doesn't have to Google it, but you Google it for them. It was PayPal. Yes, co-founder of the electronic payment firm PayPal. Okay, so Elon, once again, is trying to buy Twitter. He didn't create Twitter. But he knows its power. He knows how to make it better. And I think he's trying to do it to make humanity better. I think he's trying to do it to protect the future elections. Maybe even put Twitter on the blockchain so that no fake accounts are no ever on Twitter ever again.
I don't know his plan. But I do know that the man is trying to make sure that his taste, his Tesla, his SpaceX, his Bitcoin, his Twitter, and everything else he touches is the best version it could be. And that it contributes to society more than it hurts it. He's definitely a legend. And um, sorry for those brain farts and... You know, bragging you along, um, dragging you along these Twitter searches. But most people don't even know he was involved with PayPal. Yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't know that, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's what. So, it was PayPal. It was uh, Tesla. It now Twitter. Twitter. These are companies he did not just invent right. by himself, right? But he's the leader. He's taking them to new heights. Mm -hmm. And speaking of new heights, SpaceX is going to the moon. SpaceX is going to Mars. I don't know if Elon's going to be able to see all his dreams come true. But he's definitely set, set it in motion, not just for him, but for the rest of humanity. Our children's children might have a chance to survive because of that technology. Mm -hmm. And it's not just going to space. But a lot of it's making Earth better. And right now a lot of people are destroying Earth. So I think Elon and his board. Refused to let anybody say that about them. Really, really cool. And that's why a lot of people follow him. You know, a lot of people, with if he's talking about Doge, why not listen? Right. You know, and he bought some for his mom, and he bought for his son, for his son, and that's what most of us would, should do as well. Mm -hmm. Because if he's the richest, and he's the smartest, then don't buy Doge because I said buy Doge. Right. And buy it because Elon said it. Mm -hmm. Right. He has Bitcoin too, doesn't he? Oh, he's got a lot of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And see, a lot of people hate on the rich because um, they don't understand the game. Some will say, well, he didn't pay enough taxes. Well, people don't understand how tax code works. And even me, at my age, I've still got a lot to learn. But people like Elon... They stay rich by playing the game the right way. So what he did is he he was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Michael Saylor reached out to Elon. Right. And told him, hey, if you do this, you will be the richest man in the world. Right. And he basically um, took, I think it was like 10%. Which is not a lot of his SpaceX ledger <laughs> and bought Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. So now he owns Bitcoin. Tesla owns Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And SpaceX. SpaceX owns Bitcoin. And, you know, it's crazy because when, when he was working for the company, this is one of the reasons why he was able to avoid taxes. Not 
evade taxes. Tax evasion is illegal. Tax avoidance is the name of the game. You don't go to jail. You just have a bunch of punk-ass haters hating on you because you got all your money the right way. Right. But what he did was when he was working for his company, Tesla, and building, instead of taking a salary, instead of taking the paycheck every week, Elon Musk paid himself in $3 Tesla shares. $3, that was it? Yeah. So when you hear people out here saying that they own more shares of Tesla than Elon, you probably want to delete them from your account. Okay, there's very few people out here that own more shares than Elon. He worked for the company since he created it, right? Mm -hmm. Or since he recreated it. And then um, he decided to pay himself in $3 Tesla shares. Think about having a chance to buy Tesla at $3. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, Tesla was about to go broke. There was a time yeah. when Tesla couldn't make it. And Elon had to take all his money and put it into that. Just to keep it alive. alive. And he working. And one day he slept. I don't know if it was one day or numerous days. But I know that there was one day it was in a documentary. He slept on the floor. Right there. He worked all day, all night. Fell asleep on the floor, on the production line. To show his team how much this meant to him. Mm-hmm. That's what real leaders do. Right. So now when you pay yourself in shares, that means you don't have an income, right? Right. You didn't take an income. So therefore you, so don't, therefore you don't have to pay taxes. Right. And that's Smart. the law. That's the <laughs> rules. If he ever sells those shares, then he'll finally have to pay, pay taxes, taxes on those shares. Right. But until then, he has those shares and now they're worth average a thousand dollars each depends on what season of the market we're in so when you have all those shares you don't sell them you go to the bank and you say hey look at me i'm the richest man in the world (laughs) but i'm not gonna spend my money i want to borrow some from you Mm -hmm. and i want to use your money to start this new company or Basically, that's what's happening right now. Elon wants to buy Twitter. Right. Okay? He's not using his own money to buy Twitter. Mm-hmm. He did not sell Tesla shares to buy Twitter. He is using that ownership, those assets, as leverage. And he's borrowing against them. Okay. He's borrowing $10 billion so he can acquire Twitter. Now, will Twitter make that money back? I don't know. Maybe he has a plan. He probably does. Okay. And um, then again, if I could get Twitter with, <laughs> with other people's money, um, it doesn't matter. I'll come up with a plan. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll fix the world if I could get that type of um, strength, you know. (coughs) But I think that's what Elon's thinking as well. Mm -hmm. So kudos to him. Crazy props, crazy props, dude. We're following you. Um, 
We're listening to your speeches. We're definitely learning more about your career and your dreams. Because I'm a dreamer and I know how hard it is to find believers. And deep down, I know that your dreams are more than dreams. Your dreams are necessities. This planet needs more Elons, mm -hmm. you know? And if I could say, hey, son, I want you to look up to one person in this world right now. I would probably put Elon Musk at the top of that list. rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. Party people, it's time, it's time for bedtime. It's time to go night-night. Yeah, M Melody's over here dozing off. <laughs> we didn't have our greens. We forgot to have our uh, green, skinny okay, greens green. today, so we didn't get that energy boost. I don't know how we dropped the ball on that one. It was a long day today. But the queen's dozing off, so we're going to have to wrap it up. And... Um, just want to give a big shout out once again to today's sponsor, Geocat Proline. They're in the automotive industry. They got the secret sauce that you might need for your car. We're going to play their commercial one more time. Mm -hmm. We're still showing them love on the Instagram, on the Twitter. We're going to hit them up. They got an ad spot on the blog. Melody's going to blog about them soon, too. She's got her new blog going on. We're going to share that with you guys soon once it gets a little thicker content. And it's just, She just started. Just started. <laughs> got one little picture on it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to give a big shout-out to Mission Burgers. We love the way you're treating our community. Right. You deserve every penny, and I'm, I'll never miss that tip jar again. That's for sure. And then also another shout out to Darcy Peltz. Darcy Peltz. She's uh, proofreading proof if you need her. or We're going to play her commercial. Right. All right. Um, what else? Oh, Elon. Elon. Yeah, we talked about Elon. Right. That was, that was a lengthy little segment. segment. Uh, also, Sheba and... Uh, what, the Doge Dush. Army? And the Shiba Gang. Shiba Gang. <laughs> if you, let me, we need to know if you're on the Doge Army or the Shiba Gang, or if you're just trying to play both sides. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're both tangible. Right? And until we figure out what the winner of this crypto race is, you know, I'm attacking this global coin rush with a very deep perspective. So, um, Shiba and Doge um, they're definitely on the list but we're going to talk a lot more about that in some more future episodes of Satoshi's Vibes 
So I think we should uh, get one of your tracks on here too. Yeah, we're gonna play one of my songs before we leave. Mm -hmm. Kind of say goodnight, put you to sleep. Hopefully not. <laughs> nah, nah, I want them to go to bed. Oh, listening to your music? I want them to go to bed listening to us, our voice, so they dream about us, you know? They hear us, it resonates, all of it just cycles and then all of a sudden they're floating on clouds, Bitcoin clouds and Ethereum clouds. Are they floating on clouds like we are still? Well, um, that's what that's what that's what it is. That's it feels like that when you have your best friend with you twenty four seven. Right. So I don't know about you, but Oh, I am. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still feeling like it's Valentine's Day. Right. Did you see my shirt today? Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the one I got you, huh? Right. Uh, see, see, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you posted it. I show. haven't. It says he makes me. No, he makes every day feel like Valentine's, Valentine's Day. And that one I had um, specially made from Jolene's exclusive designs. Right. So that's another shout out right there. Another huh? one. Yeah, she makes the t-shirts. Right. All right, so that's the episode. Until the next time, it's bedtime. We're going to wrap this one up, put it in the fridge. The lights <laughs> are out. out. <laughs> the eggs are cooling. The, the butter's getting hard. And that jello's jiggling. <laughs> Bye, guys. Proofreading services is what you're missing. Uh -huh. Proofreading for errors and spelling and it's comprehensive. Detail oriented. Uh -huh. This is so amazing. Yeah, Helps yeah. with typos, grammar, and with your punctuation. You're writing up a letter, paper, or documentation. Darcy Pelps, here to help. Please tell me why you waiting. Get your tense agreement right. Proofread anything you write. DP proofreading services. This I know you're gonna like. Yeah. 10% off the first clients over $20. DP proofreading services.
want to talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat Proline is the solution. The science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing, and used by our military. Now, you can use this well-kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at jillcat.com. J-I-L-C-A-T.com.